Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Michelin tires. Go to TireRack.com sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Hey! Thanks for listening to the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe podcast with Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox, and myself, LeVar Arrington. Make sure you catch us live weekdays, 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern or 3 a.m. to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. You can find your local station for the Two Pros and a Cup of Joe show over at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every day on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. You know, there's a lot of things to be upset about, a lot of things to penalize in the NFL. This one is a bit strange, and you've got people in the league that are defending it. We will get into all of that coming up here in just a couple of moments from now. It's two pros and a cup of Joe. It's LeVar Arrington. It's Brady Quinn. It's Jonas Knox with you here on FSR. You can hang out with us, as always, on the iHeartRadio app. And wherever you are making us a part of your Wednesday morning on hundreds of Fox Sports Radio affiliates, we appreciate you doing so. We will take you all the way up until 9 a.m. Eastern time, 6 o'clock Pacific, right here on FSR. And uh, guys, there's a, there's a point of emphasis. I don't know if you've uh, seen this. A point of emphasis in the NFL. Flags are flying careful saying that on the air uh, fast uh, but uh, we have got uh, the uh, the yellow penalty flags are out uh, because they are uh, enforcing taunting taunting in the NFL uh, I don't know LeVar were you a big taunter were you a big uh, celebration guy in the face of somebody uh, you sacked or tackled no I wasn't okay. a taunter I mean uh, and, and I was a celebrate I was more of a trash talker okay yeah, I like talking to you. Yeah, like Bra- telling you I was going to try to kill you. Yeah, Bray, that's that's good. Stuff like that. That that's like good. I didn't care about your life. Yeah, stuff like stuff like just little things. Yeah, like no, that. nothing. That's hard. I was too stuff. busy trying to threaten you than, rather than to <laughs> taunt you. Alvin you know? Mack. They probably should. They probably should have focused more on rules that govern what I was doing versus like a guy who was pointing in your face or laughing at you and your or stepping over you. Yeah, like there were real like threats. 
out there, you know. So there, there's been a couple of people that have uh, come to the defense of the taunting penalties that are being enforced because, it, it, like, it's clear and obvious that, that this was made, as we mentioned, a, a point of emphasis, and they're going to try and enforce this as much as possible. Uh, the first of which is Ron Rivera of uh, your former team, uh, LeVar, the Washington football team, talking about why the rule was in, uh, uh, put into place here this season. The idea behind the taunting rule is, is to prevent the bigger things, okay? We, we've had this example where one guy taunts a guy and then the guy comes back for, for a little payback and next thing you know, you've got a big fight on your hands. You've got guys coming from left field hitting each other, you know, and, and that's really what, what, what you're really, to me, I think the referees are really looking for. They're just trying to get it quieted down. I mean, Brady, it just sounds like he's trying to look out for the well-being of players. I don't know what, why everybody's got an issue with this. You know, Ron Rivera has great perspective because he's a coach and he was a player, right? So he understands it. I, I do feel like sometimes, you know, the old school players feel like the game should be played in a certain manner. And then as coaches, they try to reflect that with some of their comments. The problem is is the NFL is a little bit of a crossroads. I think they want to make it fun. They want to make it entertaining. That's that's part of it. But they also understand the responsibility that they have to the youth and all those out there playing football that once they see an NFL player taunt and do it and, and lack sportsmanship, it's going to be every little league, every seven-on-seven league, high school, junior high, they're going to be doing it too. So th- that's the concern, and I think that's where we're at a crossroads here the, the, the other issue is, is like, is there a direct correlation with taunting and fighting? I don't know. I mean, I'm not, I'm not so sure those two things, you know, lead to one another every single time there's taunting. But think about this. Last year, in the entire season, I believe we had 11 ten- taunting penalties. We're already at that number now in the NFL wow. through two weeks. So clearly they're looking for it. They're looking for a reason to call it. And this is how typically the NFL is operated. Anytime there's an emphasis on a rule or a rule change, they will take the first six weeks of a season yeah. and they will hammer the players, yeah. hammer the players. And then it starts to slowly go away. That's always been their MO for as long as it's been. So, look, I, I look at it and think this is kind of stupid. It's like a stupid hill to die on. If you're, if, like, one, how many fights ultimately are there? I, I totally agree. Like, not enough to make you think you th- like this is a big you know, factor in all of it. And, and again, I don't think there's a direct correlation. I mean, LaFar, you played in the box. Like, you know more than anyone else. What causes a fight? Is it truly taunting? Or is it when a guy takes a cheap shot or plays after the whistle or tries to go after your knees or legs or something like that? Is it not? Yeah, it's more more, more interactive. It's, it's not. I mean, sometimes taunting could be the reason why somebody fights. I mean, it, it, it certainly could be. You know, somebody stands over top of you or stands over top of your teammate. The first inclination is to get your teammate out of there to defend your teammate. And the next thing is by any means necessary. So generally what that means is you're going to knock that dude off of your guy or whatever it may be. And that generally is what leads to it escalating. You know, the the way Ron was kind of stating it and and – Listening to your reasoning, I, I look at it from from a couple different perspectives, right? It, one, you're 100% correct that you are a you are a, a, an example to to the youth football guys, the high school guys, heck, even the college guys. You're 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 a role model 
of sorts as to how you do things. I mean, I had my guys that I patterned my game after and tried to be like, and I think we all do. And and so you're right. There is a, a, a responsibility, a duty to try to be the best version of a professional that you can be because that, you know, to me is a part of it. But then you have the other side of it where, you know, guys like Charles Barkley have made it very clear. I am not your role model. I'm, I'm here to do my job and how I do my job is how I'm going to do my job. It's up to your parents to, to raise your kids or whoever raises your kids. And I'm not going to eat somebody's lunch if that's how they feel, because ultimately it does come down to how a parent or how the people that are in, in the, these youth and, and people's lives are are raised. Like, don't let somebody else raise your kids. But with that being said, do you lose the relativity of what's going on? We just talked about this off air, Jonas, and this is where I'll, I'll address Ron Rivera's like, oh, you want to quiet it down and you want to monitor and make sure that, you know, fights don't break out from retaliation and stuff like that. If, if that's going to happen, it's going to happen. You know, that, that throwing a flag isn't going to quiet down if somebody's got a burr for another guy during the course of a game. If that's going to happen, it's going to happen. But I, I ask myself, what is are we is the NFL disconnected to how how current culture, you know, how it operates, how it runs? I, I was just saying we're watching the television and seeing these older people who are talking about policy and, and laws and different things that they have to come up for with solutions for for this society and this culture. And seemingly their thought processes are way different than what younger people's thought processes are. Their their ability to collect information, their ability to uh, internalize it and, and interpret it. It's just there is it's very different. And those are the people that are making the rules in terms of, oh, we want to stop this taunting. This was something that I believe the owners wanted more than anything else. And these are older guys. So to me, it might be a little overblown, if you ask me, in terms of if you're taunting. Like, it's 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 competition. It's sport. Do you want people to be good sportsmen? Yes. Do you want to see good sportsmanship? Yes. For the people that don't necessarily do that or subscribe to it, they're also a part of the storyline as well. You know, and if it's not totally egregious, like I, I remember the next slash, they got rid of the next slash. Okay. If you're right. saying you're going to kill somebody, that's different. Yes. Right. But if somebody's like staring you down, like I just did you, or or if they step over top of you and, and they're not like lingering, or if they spin the ball in front of you, like, so what? If you don't want them to do that, don't let them do it on you. And and also, call me crazy, but you guys obviously played at the highest level. In football, you're held accountable physically every single play. I think that that sort of lessens the amount of actual trash talk and things like that because you know I can't go to a certain place because I got to answer for my actions every single play and, and it just oh, yeah. it, it feels it feels like they're really overthinking this thing, man. Like, like it, all the way through, it's so hard to find that one-on-one scenario. It, it, look, if it's a DB right versus a wide receiver, maybe a little easier or offensive line or running back linebacker, but. Still, there's a lot of moving parts. There's a lot of thinking that goes involved in it. It's different in basketball. You can isolate. It's different if it's like a, a pitcher hitter. He's going to be coming up, you know, that next time at the plate. Yeah. So those scenarios, you know, to your point, it's definitely different. 
I think here's the part that I battle is it's such an emotional game. And we love, and especially in broadcasting, right, every producer, every director is looking for that reaction. Like, that's what makes it fun. It, and, and that's what makes it entertaining to a degree. It, it wouldn't be the same if guys literally just walked out there, made a great play, turned around, and walked right back to the huddle. Like, there's, there's not that human element to it. And, and that's the portion of it where, I don't know, of the 11 that have been called so far, maybe half were ultimately justified and the other half are just to prove a point, in my opinion. And, and again, I, I think if you're looking for a correlation, because you're right, you know, some of this can lead to a fight. I don't know what percentage it is. You know, is it every one in 10, two in 10? That's probably the high watermark for me. Like, I, I don't know that we see that many taunting penalties that ultimately lead to dudes throwing fisticuffs, right, or some brawl breaking out. I just I think it's hard to do anyway, but ultimately, too, I don't know that it's taunting that, that leads to that. I think it's more of the, the physical vulnerability at times or cheap shots that are more often a direct correlation of that. I mean, it's just purely protecting the brand, right? You're, you're protecting the shield. And I don't have a problem with that. I really don't. I mean, is it? do I feel like it's excessive if, if I were a decision maker? If I'm looking at the bottom line and if I feel that it's going to impact my bottom line and my viewership, like is this family friendly, then maybe I, I, I do it just based off of just feeling that it's going to impact my bottom line by doing X. But if I'm just looking at it purely from the, the state of competition, these are grown-ass men. These aren't children, you know what I mean? Like yeah. these aren't these these aren't prep school guys. These are grown ass men that are comp- competing against one another, and and to me that's all part of like this is a show. Like for those who may not understand this, let let me put you up on a little bit of game here. It is a show. It is a production. It's no different than what we're doing right now. We're putting on a show. We are entertaining you with our words and with our stories and with our knowledge. The same thing goes for any other sport, for a pro sport, for any sport at that matter. You are putting on a show. Now, yes, it is a place for those those young people or, or pros to compete, but it's a reality television show. It's, a, it's, it's very much unscripted on what's going on on the field in terms of what the outcome will be. But it's very much scripted and produced and and handled the same exact way any other television show would be produced. And so anything that's going to make this television show a better show for its consumer and that market, then that's what decision you're going to make for for what's taking place on the field. You want to ultimately put the best product in front of your viewership as you possibly can so that you can keep the money coming in for what you're being paid for by advertisers and marketers. Like that's ultimately what this comes down to. It's not about, is it good sportsmanship? It's not about making sure it's good for, for the youth and being an example. If we're cutting it down, cutting away all of the fat, peeling away the layers from, from the onion at the bare center of all of this is the bottom line they feel is impacted if they do X, and X being let's stop the taunting. 
That, that's the bottom line. Well, they're full of crap. Uh, that's the way I see it. I mean, I got, <laughs> it's and, football. And, and look, and, the, and to Brady's point, this this is going to die down later in the season, just like all this stuff. You remember, remember a few years ago when the big thing was if we catch anybody black or white using a racial slur on the field, they're going to get penalized? Remember, mm. that was like a big – and a couple of guys got popped for it, and it's never happened since. Mm. It's almost as if the NFL officials are like, all right, we got to hit a certain, number, a certain amount of quota, a certain amount of penalties to make it seem like we're enforcing this almost like you tell you know somebody uh, a cop hey you got to write a certain number of tickets this month we, you're not as active as you used to be and he goes out one weekend and he writes all these tickets and then he lets everybody slide the rest of the rest of the month this feels like this is going to die down later in the year i don't think it's going to be it's as much of a relevant whatever's relevant yeah. right like I mean, if if there's domestic violence you're going to see domestic violence yes um 100%. you know campaigns yes. it's what whatever the campaign calls for to address the the general public as it applies to you and painting you in a positive light that's what they're going to do and they should i mean be clear like whether you like it or not they should do that because that's a part of building and growing healthy strong successful business is by paying attention to what your clientele is looking for so and trying to expand it's uh two pros and a cup of joe it's lavar errington brady quinn jonas knox with you here on fsr uh coming up next here on the show by the way we are brought to you uh, by discover discover matches all the cash back you earn on your credit card at the end of your first year it's amazing because discover's accepted at 99 percent of places in the u.s to take credit cards learn more at discover.com slash yes 2021 nielsen report limitations apply all right so up next there were a couple of situations that took place this last week in the nfl that directly tie in to a member of this show. Do not go anywhere. The juicy details next year on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeartRadio app. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
This is the story of the one. As a maintenance engineer, he hears things differently. To the untrained ear, everything on his shop floor might sound fine, but he can hear gears grinding or a belt slipping. So he steps in to fix the problem at hand before it gets out of hand. And he knows Granger's got the right product he needs to get the job done, which is music to his ears. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Goodyear tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their goodyear test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be it's my jam right here. Here we go. Here we go. <clears throat> here we go. Now, y'all won't hear this on, on the podcast, but nope. for those who are enjoying this right now, you're going. You're about to get this. You ready for this? <clears throat> Rainstorms take me away from the north. Yeah. Here you go. Here you go. I've got to tell you something. I like it. Here we go, here we go. This phenomenon, hey, Birdo, we had to put it in a song, and it goes like, whoa, amber is the color of, <laughs> whoa, the eardrums are the best, though. Yeah, yeah. The eardrums oh my are God. the best. Hey, what kind of drum is that, Brady? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I don't yeah. know. Oh, it's a, is it a snare? Yeah, what yeah, kind of yeah. snare, Brady? I, I, did I think, did I hear you singing backup vocals for a second? Yeah, he was. No, you just, uh, he was I, thought I, could hear, I thought I could hear some backup vocals. He said, hey. <laughs> <laughs> hey. Hey. A little, little piccolo snare. Man, y'all just uh, yeah, had a moment. A, for that was a moment, though. Yeah, yeah man. It's all right. Listen, uh, you was, know. I true, hope it was a moment with our listeners out yeah, there. You I know, I was trying to sing to them. Especially those on the podcast. You don't know what the hell going on. Yeah. It was Amber by 311. By the way, that is a very good song. If you had to guess where the band 311 is from, I'm going to get it. See, it, we've already yes, done this right. before. Brady, so now big, I know. big 10 school. I now know, though. Big have 10. We, okay. Have we actually done this before? It's a Big 10 state. I mean, maybe you aren't on on that one. Yes. Uh, I don't think I was here. All right. This. So, Brady, if you had to guess, it, so if you had to guess where 311 is from, it's Big uh, 10 country. I, no, I, here, here's the thing is so uh, Jeff Samarja. Uh, Google, Google, Google. No, 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 no. Uh, he doesn't even let me finish. I don't telegraph the same way you do. Jeff Samarja was a big fan of this band and a few others, and I remember this distinctly coming up. Yeah, I believe they're from Nebraska. Oh, okay. wow. oh boy, but it took that much time for the Wi-Fi Boo- to kick in there. Yeah, oh, okay. Wow. Boo- yeah. yeah. Hey. 
Hey, remember when Jonas teased that uh, <laughs> that first pitch by Conor McGregor in his right. tight Listen, suit? Yes. Yeah. yeah, but I uh, I adjusted on the fly. You know, no, it was an gears. awful. Uh, you get it <laughs> on the tight suit. Yeah, adjusted fly. Adjusted fly. Hey, so Samarja, big fan of three eleven. Was he uh, was he a big fan of the uh, left handed cigarettes? If you know what I mean, is that uh, is that why uh, why is <laughs> what left handed cigarettes? You never heard that before? Uh, 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 <laughs> no, I have yeah, not. Weed, brother. Yeah, weed. weed. Little, uh, I am of the not, I've never heard. I've heard the green wolf. All right, <laughs> yeah, the, green wolf. the green wolf. What 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 the sound effect was that? Yeah. What, hey, Berto, what what was that that yeah. you just played? That's, that's not a long, left. baby. That's, oh my god, that's not a. Uh, <laughs> oh my god, that, baby. you're getting a 15 yard penalty yeah, for taunting you, on that, that one. That is taunting. We uh, have to be uh, professional and make sure that the kids that are listening don't uh, use that sound hey, effect. Why do we do? We should enforce penalties on this show i mean why not yeah and, and so what what should the penalty be 15 yards flagrant too much air in the fart right. noise yeah we got it yeah that's yeah. a good point uh so yeah we have to uh, enforce some penalties but yeah and no, i just wonder if uh, maybe a left-handed cigarette while i was listening mm, to uh, 311 there brady just wondering about that little green wolf Little uh, little hippie lettuce. Mm. Well, T- you have to understand God's the feet. type of drug mm. testing Shampooing that we God's got hair. at Notre Dame. Mm. Yeah, at Notre Dame, we had urine and we had hair drug testing. Oh wow! So you you weren't getting away with anything mm. if you wanted to try something. Oh. So. Yeah. Right. A little different than other places. Uh, by the way, uh, we are brought to you by NHTSA. I, call, I claim racist if you touch my hair. Damn right. I'm trying to get out of that test. <laughs> I hear you. Don't you touch my hair. Yeah, you bastards. You touch Brady's hair. Yeah, you racist bastards. All right, go, go back to NHTSA. All I'm right. sorry. Uh, by the way, when a train hits a vehicle at a railway crossing, the results are often deadly. Be cautious at crossings, and if the signals are going, don't be tempted to try and sneak across the tracks. Even if you don't see a train stop, trains can't. Brought to you by NHTSA. Uh, all right, so I I believe that Brady Quinn is the definition of an AFC North quarterback. All right, here's why. Would you say that you're a meathead, Brady Quinn? <laughs> I'm just I'm just asking the question. I mean, not as big of one as I used to be, okay. but yes, I I still check that box. All right, hmm. I noticed a couple of things in uh, the AFC North this weekend. All right, after throwing interceptions. First of all, Baker Mayfield hurt himself. Uh, now I don't. There's no significant injury there. Uh, Baker Mayfield's going to be fine. I think the tests were negative, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, so Baker's going to be fine. He was trying to make a make a tackle uh, following an interception. Uh, Joe Burrow also on on his knee tried to chase down Roquan Smith to try and make a tackle on an interception, uh, which reminds me of um, Brady Quinn who tried to make a tackle on an interception, uh, and I believe you pissed off the entire Baltimore Raven. Fan fan base uh, if I'm not mistaken uh, because yes. you might have gone uh, there's there's some truth to that I, I wasn't necessarily even trying to tackle the ball care I was just trying to take out the convoy you, that was leading him to the end zone do, do you want to do, um, do you want to describe the story I think I tackled Ray Lewis on the sideline once there was I threw an interception to uh was it Chris McAllister mm. um they they got me on the coverage they act like they were rolling back to one high look but then it, after I, I came off of looking at the, the free safety he then spun back to the half of the field. They ended up playing like a soft cover two on that side. I mean, Braylon Edwards, who was the wide receiver, he still ran the route too. Technically, he should have adjusted his route. But <laughs> when I good threw for it... You. Well, no, no, no. I'm just saying like it was it was a good disguise. Like we were, we were both like, oh, okay. Like that's not what we thought it was. Um, but McAllister picked it off. I think he pitched it to Ray because I just remember going to cover down and like the worst thing is throwing a pick six. There's the, it's the worst thing in the world. <laughs> You at least want to give your defense a chance to get out there and get you a stop. 
and not, you know, not only put them because even though people think like throwing a pick and you're putting them like in the red zone or something, it's a tough spot to be in. What's worse is when they have to go back out there in a couple series because you're coming back on the field and you're not giving them any momentum. Like you're not helping them at all and you just let them put up points on you. So I always I always try to cover down and I think McAllister pitched it to Ray Lewis <laughs> and I, I didn't even remember who I tackled at the time. I was so ticked off of myself and literally on the sideline like just try to go right at his thigh boards like just <laughs> probably launched it was probably like the, the worst tackle ever but I ended, I ended up getting up I didn't, I didn't realize who it was until the next day looking at the film I was like oh all right it was so right bad. now yeah. uh what about uh Terrell Suggs what happened with uh Terrell Suggs? any uh, any stories with Terrell Suggs by any chance well, like I said it, it wasn't intentional I, I was literally <laughs> running around it was a tip pick I threw a slant hit off Mike Furry's chest I, I can't remember who got it but Suggs, like I didn't see Suggs. He clearly must have seen, have seen me. I was going and diving at the ball carrier, but then he was right there. As soon as I came around a right tackle, who I think was John St. Clair, which, by the way, that guy was massive. Yes. Yeah. John St. Clair was one of the biggest players I've ever played with. He was like 6'6, 340 pounds, 50 pounds. And as I came around the corner, I just remember trying to dive to go tackle, which, I mean, at that case, as a quarterback, even though I played defense a long time ago, my eyes were probably closed. No idea what I was doing. <laughs> but I literally like, went right into Terrell Suggs, who was like coming around, the, the, you know, coming around John St. Clair. And it was like, kind of a bang-bang quick play, but it obviously hurt Terrell's knee, which I felt terrible about, got fined for and all that. Uh, didn't even try to appeal it because I was just like, there's no point. I feel awful about this. But, uh, yeah, that – did not go over well with the Baltimore Ravens team. Mm. Yeah, I have some quotes uh, from the Baltimore Ravens team. Oh, oh, of uh, course you yeah. do. Well, I'm just saying, look, I wanted to do enough research here for this uh, for this second. You know, they call me show prep Jesus for a reason. By the way, hey, you, you know, know what this is, LeVar? This What's is that? payback for me spoiling I'm, this is payback. No, I just, oh, okay. no, this is not because they they had I was two, wondering what the, uh, what your, your agenda uh, well, was. It does no, seem just, like it's come out of left hand. Well, no, no, I, I just, I noticed when Baker Mayfield got hurt, it sparked some memories of, of Brady Quinn being so pissed off at an interception that he's decided to violently try and ruin an entire franchise. Mm. Uh, so I, I just think that that's, uh, right. and you've always right. said Brady's a linebacker who plays quarterback, I correct? Did, yes. Yeah. He, he will, he will take at your head off. At the least the safety. Yeah. Mm. Oh, he, he, he will rip your head off yeah. uh, and, and, uh, and do uh, just enough harm to, uh, to cause uh, your franchise to go in a tailspin. Uh, but uh, Ray Lewis, uh, after the, uh, the hit on Terrell Suggs by uh, Brady Quinn, this from November of 2009 quote that's an illegal blow I don't care how you look at it when you're running down and you're looking at the quarterback going at somebody's knees who doesn't even have the ball I want to see if he gets the same fine I got or even higher now did you get the same fine for that hit Brady Quinn no that, that Ray Lewis would have got I have no idea I think I got fined $10,000 for it did you really yeah yeah, and, and like I said, I did not appeal it because one. Oh, you did say that. You, you yeah. did say that. Wow, yeah. I got uh, fined ten thousand dollars for that. No. So and look, when and on film it looked terrible because you're looking from the eye in the sky and you're and you're thinking, well, he should be able to see. You know, it looks dirty, and I was like, dude, I can't see past my right tackle. And honestly, the more I thought about it, I was like, let's just say I would have ran around my right tackle to try to make that play. You would have got obliterated. Suggs would have blown me up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he would have obliterated me because I didn't yeah. see him coming. So yeah. 
the whole thing was again. I, I understand their point of view, but that was not the intent by any self-preservation means. Yeah. at that moment. Would you For like? Sure. Would, yeah. would you like to hear some quotes from Brady Quinn himself? Yeah, uh, back from 2009, back when he didn't know who the hell uh, I was. He knew who Lavar was. He had no idea who I was. Uh, I believe I was probably bussing tables at that point. Uh, actually, I think I was doing radio in uh, in Charleston, South Carolina at the time. I mean, mm. talk about worlds colliding here. Uh, but here we are. These are the quotes from Brady Quinn after the play, uh, and we've got a little uh, studio band here to go ahead and, uh, and join us here as we, we uh, say these quotes. That, that's perfect. Uh, this is. Uh, Quote, I was trying to go for the ball carrier, Quinn said. I was trying to go for the ball carrier. I was tr- <laughs> I was trying to make the tackle on Chris Carr. I was trying Carr. to make the tackle on Chris Carr. I would never wish that upon anyone. I needed Irish must. I was upset about it on the field. I needed some Guinness. He was somebody I worked out in Arizona with. I worked out with them. I will be praying for him. I drank with them. Again, we are sorry about that. Hey, mate. I mean, wait, wait, what wait. That's hell? Australia. That's Australia. What do you think he's from? I'm, 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 like so yeah. I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. I went yeah. somewhere different. Uh, more from Quinn. Again, we are sorry about that. That was never the intent. I'm sorry to Terrell and the rest of their team. I apologize to the team as much as I could. I talked to Terrell as well, but he ha- he was in pain at that point in time, and I don't know if he even heard me. So there's that. Uh, you know, uh, just. Uh, I mean, look, I felt awful about. It. Literally, <laughs> as soon as as soon as I hit him, and and like I like kind of came to what happened, I was like, oh geez, like I felt terrible. You could you could go back and watch the replay. It's on Monday Night Football. So how many hey, times did you play against him after that game? Um, that was the second time that season. Oh, so, so you had some time for it to kind of die down then. Yeah, I just remember the rest of the game. I think it was Jarrett Johnson was like one of their DNs. He just kept taking cheap shot after cheap shot towards the end. And it was it was like a I think we lost twenty to nothing, whatever it was. I mean, they were a really good football team that year. We were not. But um I just remember the rest of that game. He was talking trash the whole time and I was just like, I, I, I there's nothing you can say at that point because it, it wasn't intentional. I wasn't trying to uh, but they were clearly ticked off about it. But like I said, like I, I don't know what you want me to do at that point. Okay, but if you would have thrown a pick and Terrell Suggs saw you not looking. He would have taken you out, correct? Like, like, not, yeah, not legally, they're not. We're not allowed to do that. I though. think back then, though, if you go after the football, you yeah, can. then you can get them. Which in is 09, what I was doing. Yeah, in 09, if he was going for the ball, you definitely wipe him out because you would look for quarterbacks. Oh, on I the would paper. wipe. I would have wiped Brady's <laughs> ass smooth out. And that's the thing is people don't realize – I always – like what's the difference between college and NFL? One of the differences is these dudes on defense are train killers. <laughs> like I, I'm, not even, I'm not even exaggerating. Like I always laugh because like when I watch people gang tackle in college, you're like – after playing in the NFL, you're like, just punch the ball out. Just punch it out. Like right. the first guy stands him up. The second, second guy comes guy, in yeah. and tries to rip out the ball. And, and, and even the way you rush, like the way LeVar would blitz or the, the way guys would rush – when they're rushing a quarterback, like they're trying to get the ball and like, well, at least it used to be, inflict pain at the same time. Yes. Like, and they could do both. And sometimes I wanted the pain instead of the ball. Like exactly. Because well, you know, I'd with the pain, the ball comes. Well, I'd sacrifice trying to strip the ball to hit you harder. Like exactly. some, sometimes that was my thing. Yeah, but if you knock the ball out, it counts as a sack. It still some, goes in this. Sometimes it was just a thing to hit the person as hard <laughs> as you could. Like, like you're not up. even allowed to do those things. Like, who was that that got the the 
the roughing the passer, and and he uh, he tried. It was Chase Young. Oh yeah, right. yeah, yeah. Well, he I tried mean, to stop he himself. Almost tried. Yeah. I mean, like, what do you want the guy to I do? Mean, good do you God, want him man. to tackle him? And then like, what what you have to be more athletic to not hurt somebody or get a flag than ever before. Like I I have no idea what they want these guys to do in those moments. And those moments for me, in fact, in our day, you got one and a half to two steps after they release the ball. So if I'm close enough to you with one to two, one and a half to two steps, I am lacing you up. That's I mean, right. lacing you up. Now you can't even you can't even hit them. If that yeah. ball is coming they, out, you can't hit them. They went the opposite of the NBA. You know, it used to be like one and a half steps, and then that was like the Euro step. Now they like dudes take like three steps yes. to go to the hoop. Yeah, they went the opposite. Now like defenders get no steps in when hitting a quarterback, which it, look it would have been a great time to come into the league now. Wide receivers are protected. You're protected as a quarterback. Like, I mean, look, Tom Brady said it. I mean, whether he's saying the league is getting getting softer with their rules or the way it's protecting certain players. It puts defenders at risk, but it also makes their job so much harder. And it takes away kind of from that part of the game where, look, as a quarterback, you know, you could say that throw is inaccurate. A lot of times I'm naturally throwing away from the defender because I don't want my guy to get hit. Mm. In today's NFL, quarterbacks hang out wide receivers all the time because they know they're protected. They know these Crazy. defenders. They know LeVar is not going to hit them the way he once could. Yeah. I remember Kurt, uh, Kurt Warner said this uh, after he threw a pass to Anquan Bolden in the end zone, and Anquan Bolden got absolutely disintegrated and was out on the field. I think he had like a broken jaw because Kurt Warner ended up airing him out. And Kurt Warner said afterwards, like, he didn't want to play football anymore. It's the worst feeling. Like he, it, it is the worst. He said he felt so bad seeing him because they had to remove his face mask. They had to, like, it was bad. It was a bad scene. He was out cold. And Kurt Warner said he, he really did not want to play anymore after that. He felt so terrible. You know, it's crazy. I never had a hit like that, ever. Ever. Well, thank God. And I've put people to sleep. Yes. Like, sleep. Yeah. Uh, but I never looked at him and was like, oh, I wish I wouldn't hit him like that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm terrified. I'm sorry, I'm just having, no, I love I'm just that. having a real they, moment. I'm terrified. Th- th- this, is, this is what I'm telling you, though. <laughs> That's what's on the other side of the football. Like, yes. People think out there, you're listening right now, think this is all fun and games. It is not. Did you notice how I didn't like, laugh? when I, or any, You yeah. notice how I joke a whole lot, but I wasn't joking right here yeah. and now? Uh, LeVar, yeah. LeVar started yeah. shaving like that guy off the Predator, and his face started bleeding, Absolutely. and he didn't Realize look, it. look, you know how we talk about these rookie quarterbacks and we're like, oh, you know, you need to be careful putting out that too early. Make sure they know what they're doing. This is an example of that. Yes. Yes. Because this is how this is how, you know, these guys think. There's no remorse. No. They're, they're trying to take their head off. Yes. It's uh, two pros and a cup of Joe here Literally. on Fox Sports Radio. LeVar Arrington, Brady Quinn, Jonas Knox. Coming up next, we are going to determine a winner. It's a competition you won't hear anywhere else on sports radio. It's yours next year on FSR. Be sure to catch live editions of Two Pros and a Cup of Joe with Brady Quinn, Lavar Arrington, and Jonas Knox weekdays at 6 a.m. Eastern, 3 a.m. Pacific. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts? You know, O, 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 O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield? 
windshield wipers replaced, a brake light fix, or a quick service, they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help. Whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice, you'll find the employees at O'Reilly Auto Parts are knowledgeable, helpful, and best of all, friendly. And by the way, I was just at O'Reilly not that long ago, within the last month, and guess what? Needed some help with the alternator, had some questions with the batteries, they helped me right away, and did it right there in the parking lot. The professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. This is it. We've got an Amex Platinum Pro on our hands, ladies and gentlemen. We haven't seen anyone relax like this before in the Centurion Lounge. Is he connecting to complimentary Wi-Fi? Oh, my. Look at that. He is. And you will not believe where he's going next. The Amex dedicated card member entrance for the win. Unbelievable. When you get travel perks with Amex Platinum, you're part of the action. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Juan Gabriel. Juan Selena. Selena. Celia Cruz. Azúcar. Carol G. La Bichota. Christina Aguilera. Extina. Just to name a few. We're serving the whole story. From rags to riches. And all the tea in between. I'm Liliana Vasquez. And I'm Joseph Carrillo. And we're the host of Becoming an Icon Season 2. Guess who's back in the house? And we're bringing you even more stories behind the world's biggest stars in Latin music. Certified Latin royalty. Consider us your star sleuths, your chisme besties, digging beneath los mejores éxitos to bring you everything you didn't know about your favorite Latin icons. Hey, you know what, my boo? You're my favorite icon. Aw, Joseph. Listen to Becoming an Icon, part of the Michael Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Redestine tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended and installer near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerackcom sports to see their redestine test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerackcom sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be it's two pros and a cup of Joe here on Fox Sports Radio. It's LeVar Arrington. It's Brady Quinn. It's Jonas Knox. Coming up 10 minutes from now, top of next hour, uh, we could have a little bit of an issue between a quarterback and his offensive coordinator. We will get into that here coming up uh, a little over 10 minutes from now. Uh, we did mention earlier uh, Connor McGregor's awful first pitch. Um, you know, uh, Brady Quinn stealing my thunder, ruining my tease uh, as to why I was going to make an excuse for McGregor in his tight suit. Uh, but we do, uh, I, I thought 
thought it was worth uh, pointing out that McGregor also sang the uh, seventh inning stretch. All right, so we have three auditions here for the best seventh inning stretch being sung at Wrigley Field. Uh, we've got first uh, Connor McGregor. This is uh, entry number one. We're going to determine who was the best. So here was Connor from last night at Wrigley. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out with the crowd. Buy me some peanuts and cracker jack. I don't care if I never get back told as root, root companies. If they don't win, it's a shame. For it's one, two. I mean, he really tried. He did. He really tried. Good for him. At Cracker Jack. Uh, that is, uh, that's interesting. So not a fan of uh, Cracker Jack. By the way, an overrated candy, if you ask me. Not, not really into uh, Cracker Jack. Cracker Jack? Yeah, yeah really I'm do. pretty good. Well, first off, it, with it was more about the little uh, toy thing inside. Yeah. 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 I guess. Uh, all right. Would you but like that to hear? That was always the case. that had that? All right. Would you like to hear Mike Dicka sing the uh, Yeah, song? let's hear it. Don't worry. This isn't going to take long. I'm going to turn this down a little bit. Yeah, that sounds like uh, uh, that sounds like a radio host trying to get a read in in the final ten seconds of a uh, of a of an hour <laughs> and realizing I'm behind on reads. How uh, bad did he not want to do that? Oh my god, I loved yeah, it. He just wanted no part of it. I um, think he crushed it. And then this is the uh, we saved the best for last. I don't uh, know that one's going to be hard to outdo. Yeah, well, you know, it would have been hard to outdo if not for Ozzy Osbourne several oh, years no. ago. But really isn't he a singer? <laughs> One, two, three. Let's go out to the night. Let's go. <laughs> You're a singer, Ozzy. What? <laughs> I don't remember. What? I don't remember. <laughs> Is he asleep? <laughs> it sounds like he's falling asleep. <laughs> that that's what it would sound like. Oh my gosh, you're a singer. That's what it would sound like if uh, Weekend at Birdies had speaking parts. Like oh. it would have sounded exactly like that. Uh, all right, so, who, so who is the best? Uh, who is the best of that? Are we going with Ozzy? I got to go Ozzy. I'm Ozzy sorry. was clearly the funniest. I mean, come on, man. But Mike, like, Mike is come on. He's he's Chicago. Mike, Mike's yeah. was like the best. Oh man, that is uh, that's too. Bad. Mike's was iconic. Yes, Ozzy had to have been drunk, right? Well, or I, I don't things. get how he didn't know the lyrics. Like they usually even it's posted up there <laughs> yeah, on the it's on a piece score. Of paper. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. Oh, he wasn't trying to read. <laughs> yeah, he was he just was trying, trying to do a whole lot of anything. Yeah. Oh man, uh, are you going to do the seventh inning stretch at uh, Wrigley this weekend, Brady? You're in town. No. I don't know if you know. No, that I'm out. I'm I'm in. I'm out. Man. Oh come on. Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app, search FSR to listen live. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. 
You need parts? O'Reilly Auto Parts has parts. Need them fast? We've got fast. No matter what you need, we have thousands of professional parts people doing their part to make sure you have it. Product availability. Just one part that makes O'Reilly stand apart. The professional parts people. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct. But most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.